Match Day Live Extra from the Vitality Stadium where Wolves were held to a goalless draw at Bournemouth. Uh, Mateus Nunes hit the crossbar in the first half. There was uh, one cleared off the line from Daniel Pedence in the second half and Raul Jimenez headed just wide when in a good position and maybe should have scored. He had another opportunity as well when put clean through, clipped it over the top of the goalkeeper and it went wide as well. I'm Mikey Burrows alongside me here on the south coast has been the Hall of Fame Randy Thompson and watching from home was the Wolves women, former defender, former Wolves women defender Claire Hageman. Claire, I'll come to you first. What did you make of what you saw over that 90? Oh, it's just frustrating, isn't it? I think when, when we keep coming back to the same points, it, it, you know, it, it is a bit disheartening because just being clinical in and around that box is, is, the, is the difference. And I think um, the subs worked. So all the subs were the, the right subs and the, the players that came off, I thought, at the time as well were, were, were perfect. So I'd, the, the one thing I would say is I'd like to see Traore and Podence come on earlier. Um, I think he left them with 15 minutes um, to have an impact and have an impact they did because the majority of our 16 chances came within that spell after those pair came on. So it does make me wonder what might have happened if we'd have just brought them on a little bit earlier to give them maybe 25, half an hour. And that could have really just made a difference because actually we became a lot more direct. Um, I think Jimenez has got to do better with, the, you know, when he's through on goal with his one-on-one. I think his touch absolutely killed him and I think he just couldn't recover from that and get it past the keeper. Uh, he had a header from Podence. Podence could have come on another goal and two assists in like a 15-minute spell or, or whatever it was. So um, I think there's positives to take when you know that, you know, we've signed a striker today. We, we were putting crosses into the box. It's the most crosses I've seen us put into the box for the whole time. So... Um, that was really good to see there. So um, really positive. Tomo, would you agree with that? What do you make of it all? Yeah. So look, well, we thought that um, he was going to bring Pedence on and Traor at half time. We were looking when they brought the team out whether or not they were going to make that change at half time because something needed doing, something needed freshening up, um, and something needed to be done about the the way that we were attacking and going at Bournemouth. Um, did he wait too long? Yeah, I, I think he did. Well, we said half time. And I just think that it, once you get over 60 minutes and you're getting towards the 70 minute mark, then you, you're not giving people an opportunity to come on and do, prove themselves or do anything to try and get anything out of the game. And I just think that the way that the game went, they probably deserved the, the half, if not the, the whole of the uh, half an hour. So, look, and, and I just think that the way that we went about it when they did come on there was definitely a change in the way that we played when they both come on so the Pedence got into those little pockets just between the midfield and the defence Traore outside on this right, thing, uh, right wing they had three coming across and defending him so it opened up space for um, a lot more uh, or more players on the pitch and I just think that we've got to be doing it earlier for me so look, we can't just keep waiting and waiting and waiting and hoping that something's going to change because it never looked like it was going to change until the two subs come on. Um, one of the issues, Claire, uh, we talked a little bit about this pre-game, and again, it's not just tonight, it's a long-term thing. They kept getting wide, and then even players on their natural side, so Aitnuri and Neto on the left, and Johnny and Traore and Daniel Finance and others on the right, they don't just deliver the ball. They, you know, the, uh, the age-old thing of just knocking out your feet and getting it in the box... 
it's again it's we're going to come back inside or we're going to come onto our left foot and try and change the angle and that makes things harder doesn't it and you kind of you watch it in disbelief a little bit thinking that you know somebody surely has to get a grip of it and say put the ball in the penalty area get players in the box and somebody attack the thing I remember I was I don't know if I said to you before Graham Taylor always said he bought Tony Daly and Steve Froggett to this club and both were quick lads Salok and both had uh, good ability one was a natural left foot Dales was right foot and he said to him you haven't got to do a trick he said you've got the pace you've got the speed just get the ball, just knock it out in front of you and just get at them. And that, I mean, sometimes just that easy little bit of instruction can win you a game and, and cause a problem. But the reluctant to actually go past people sometimes, we have that extra touch or we turn back and end up playing it to the fullback. Sometimes just get it out your feet, have a run. You've got the, you've got the speed to get past them. Why not use it? And, and it is frustrating just watching it because me and you, and I saw you as well, you... He's like he's, he's pulled the mic away from your face when you've seen the ball go out wide and he's ended up coming back and it's gone to our centre-half. Sometimes just have a go, just have a go. If you're going to make a mistake, make a mistake in the top third. And so look, I always believe that. So if you're going to make a mistake, make it in the top third because you've got more risk up in that top third. But the rewards, what you can have for getting it right, are going to outweigh the things about you giving the ball away or whatever. And, and I just think I'd just like to see us be that bit more positive in that top third get it out your feet can my first thing be can I get past him rather than our first thing I'll get the ball and I'll pass it back I think there's definitely a case for for totally overplaying in certain circumstances we you know we're coming back out we go all the way in on the left nobody crosses it we're coming all back out to the right and then we're looking at Collins to make a killer pass from from coming in from stepping in from centre back, and it just doesn't seem right. The balance it was a little bit disjointed at times, but we did not work their keeper, and that is the key key component for me. He didn't look great, and we did not work him. I don't think he had to make a save. Everything fell in his hands pretty much. I don't think there was any like major worldies. He maybe tipped one over early in the first half for, from Jimenez, but I just think we've got to just drive in a little bit more, commit. Uh, and, and, and really just show us that desire to try and score a goal. I think I think it's difficult when you're playing with lack of confidence, which they probably are now. They know that they're under pressure to go and get a win. Things are not working for them, so it doesn't build confidence. It builds panic. You know, you could almost see it at, at certain points, but just at times, Aitnori Al- Al- got the ball on the edge of the box. It was on his left foot. You just want him to have a go, just strike it. Instead, he's took a touch inside. He's surrounded by players, and they win the ball back, and off they go on a break. It's just frustrating, isn't it? As a fan, you just want to see... We want to see goals. We're here to see goals. We want to see us win games. We want to see the ball in the back of the net. We'd love to go and celebrate a goal. That would be, like, amazing. And, it, you know, the last couple of games been a little bit frustrating on that part. Obviously, the Neves banger was unreal against Newcastle. But today, I think, after they've conceded nine, you're kind of thinking, come on, today today's going to be the day. We get, you know, we're going to score goals. But what happens now is that that pressure is increased a little bit more on Saturday. I we, we, we don't want to say the words must win, but we've got to go and win the game. Like yeah. We've got to go and score goals. We've got to go and make it entertaining. But I honestly think it can happen. I think there was little glimpses. That last 15 minutes, mm. actually, I'd take a few positives from because it felt like the old walls, the, there was there was the things kicked into place. We were putting crossing in. Adama was driving defenders, pulling people out of position. We were getting to little pockets of space. I thought Podence was really positive in everything he did. So I think there's snippets. I'll, I think we'll definitely see a, a changing team going going unchanged the I, last two. I was just I'm about to sure, say I'm that pretty sure we'll be a changed team on Saturday. Yeah, I, I, I think that I wouldn't be surprised if he, he, he picks the team that finished. 
um, on, sat- on Saturday. Well, obviously he has Sasa Kalajic who could make his debut. Sirin Willenhall says, really hoping Sasa has got his scoring boots packed. Where if there's no supply, how will he score? Crosses, set pieces, don't beat the first man. Get it in the box. Subs were needed earlier. Uh, Jack says, I want to see all three forwards drop for Southampton. Guedes, Neto and Raul were, I'm going to tidy this up, uh, basically said they weren't very good. Player Dharma, Kalajic and Pedence up front. It might not work, but at least it's different to what we currently have now. Um, let me just try and read some of these messages. Obviously, I have to clean a few of them up. Uh, <laughs> Andy says, no cutting edge, poor decision making. Playing as individuals, we should be getting more out of players of this calibre. Uh, Anthony said we were shocking. Andrew said tactically naive and toothless in the last third. Andy just said absolutely rubbish. Uh, Rich says don't know what to say. Lots of nice passing, but nothing in the box. Saturday is a must win. Jay says not enough urgency or penetration. Our best team ever on paper, and we don't look like scoring at any point. Uh, Craig says slow, ponderous and boring. Something has to change. And quickly, Coops is taking a positive view and says we're above Villa, uh, but we are so poor. Uh, Jamie says it was dull and boring. Uh, Rob says we bet the house on a back four rather than back five, when all along it's been about a lack of goal scorers. Um, I say, Sasa Kalajic has been signed today, and that may make a difference, though arguably, and I'm going to make this point to both of you, it kind of ties in with what we've just been talking about in terms of if you do not put the ball in the penalty area, it doesn't matter how tall your striker is. Six yeah. foot seven, six foot eight, seven foot, seven foot five. If you don't give him anything to go at, how is he ever going to get on the end of it? Well, I said that to you. I said, like, there's no point in bringing somebody to the club uh, and your delivery's not right, your passing's not right, um, your crossing's um, off or you're not putting it into the right area. So you can bring all who you want to the club. You can bring Harry Kane to the club. But if you're not crossing or delivering the ball into an area, what he's going to be able to attack, he's never going to score. And that, and that seems to be the problem that we've got. So like after, I'd, I'd just like to see us positive in that top third. I'd rather have a, have a gamble, go for it, put the ball into it. I think sometimes we're trying to be that precise ball and we end up hitting the first man or we end up overhitting it or putting it into, as we did in the second half, putting it into the goalkeeper's arms. I just think, get the ball, put it into an area, and and then I'll tell you what, point the finger at people then when they're not getting in there or get, not going. Hmm. But, but at the minute, because we're not doing that, you, you can't point the finger at anybody but the person who's trying to deliver it. Um, Claire, w- w- listen, benefit of hindsight, and hindsight is a wonderful thing, but when you look back on it now, on the starting lineup, the decision to pick the same team from Sunday, is there a part of you that looks at it and thinks, maybe he could have gone a bit more adventurous from the very start against a team massively low on confidence and put some pressure on them for minute one. I think you can always say that, can't you? Looking back with hindsight, you always think maybe we could have gone with the press a little bit earlier. Maybe we could have been a bit more aggressive in our play in that final third because I think they did look jittery at the back when they were under pressure. Um, and we didn't do it enough. We didn't work the keeper. We didn't put him under pressure at all. And I, th- I think that's key. But I think going forwards, I think we've just got to, we, you know, we've, I would like to say, like, I think that the, the last 15 minutes were, were relatively positive. Although it was a bit backs against the wall at times, defensively when they were on the break, I think attacking-wise, actually, we saw 
probably four quality crosses put into the box. And you do wonder if somebody, you know, if the new striker might have been in there, maybe he might have put them away because he might be operating on confidence. But equally, he's under a hell of a lot of pressure here for us to say, come on then, have a, have a start and go and score us goals because that's what we need. I mean, that's obviously what he's here for. But um, the variety of deliveries that we put in, the ball from Matinho round to the back post, Jimenez headed it across and the Podence. You know, unlucky, cleared off the line. That was a great ball in the box, directed at, at Jimenez. Jimenez, you know, did the perfect thing and heading it back across. Podents possibly should have done better. Obviously, a bouncing ball made it a bit easier for the defenders on the line. But um, a cross from Traore that came across, it was a perfect one of our originals, uh, Traore to Jimenez. You were hoping for that combination. It was, it was what Traore was always very good at, beat his man, just get that ball in direct into the box. Um, so I, I think there was positives that, that were gained. I think there was a ball for Podence that he picked out Jimenez. Jimenez possibly could have done better. He struggled to get his power behind his header. So I think there was little points where in the last 10 minutes, I think if we had a bit more of that earlier, we, we may have scored. It's difficult, isn't it? Hindsight says, yeah, we could all say we would have done better. We would have made the subs earlier and it might have made a difference. But um, I do think that it looked like Guedes and Nunes, I think it was time for them to come off and, and, and change it. And both the subs that came on had a massive impact. And I think Ait Nori had a lot of possession when he came on as well. So the, the, the subs made a difference. It's a shame we couldn't have gone gung-ho and, you know, got all three of them on at the same time when Ait Nori came on at the start of the second half. It mm. could, you know, we could be talking about a different scoreline now. Um, Saturday's team selection's interesting, isn't it? Well, it is. It's give uh, the manager uh, something to think about, hasn't it? With the way that we finished the game. Um, and the manner that we went throughout the game and so said, look, at the end of the day, he's got to put out a team that it's, it's like, like a must-win um, on Saturday. And like Southampton, as I said, are just on the back of beating Chelsea. Um, and look, say, I just think Bournemouth were there for the taking tonight. I just think that if we'd shown anything what we've got or the quality that we've got in that game, in that top third, we would have won the game because they were there for the taking and, and we were unfortunate... Well, not unfortunate, but say, look, I just think that we should have done a lot better than we actually did. Because, say, Bournemouth were defending for the lives. They didn't want to concede. They didn't want to lose the game. And and it just and it played into our hands a little bit. If we'd shown a little bit more quality, um, a little bit more care um, on our passing, delivery, whatever you want to call it, into that final third, we could have won that game. And I think that we could have been convincing in the game. You just needed that one goal. Mm. Once you got that one goal, then I think that it would have just opened up because they were playing with 10, 10 beyond the ball at times, Bournemouth. Um, and look, and we still had opportunities where we were half chances, but it needs to change and it's got to change very quickly because so lucky, the more that we don't score, the more pressure is going to build up and also as well, people are going to start to win games and you're going to be out of touch sooner rather than later. Claire, final thought from you. Um was there anyone that really stood out for you that you thought had a good game? Uh, I think at points, definitely. I think Kilman always looked pretty solid at the back and I think the, the, the partnership between him and Collins is, is definitely coming along. Yeah, a clean sheet um, is something to celebrate, right? Yeah, and I think, I yeah, think, yeah, I think Collins and Kilman played yeah. well. Yeah, I think the two of them played I've, well. I think they gave us that solidity at the back and, you know, going forward, I think it just became frustrating because when a team parks the bus, you know, it's hard to break it down. So you've got to like kind of respect that. You've also got new combinations of players that have still got, you know, Guedes is coming late. Nunes, I know it's hard to keep saying, oh, give it time, it's going to click when the results are not coming. But equally, there has to be a little bit of time, I felt like, 
when Aitnori came on, him and Guedes did not link up very well. I don't think there was a connectivity between them. They probably haven't played together much either. They seem to be not quite on the same page in terms of the attacking. It, it did improve when the two other substitutes came on. So I think there's, you know we've got to give 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 little aspects time. But equally, you know we haven't got time to hang around. We've got to go, we've got to go for these the, the results now. And I think on I think you'll see changes on Sunday at Saturday even. And I think if I was Podence, I would be expecting to start. I think he played. Well, obviously, it was a little cameo role, but I think mm. what he did was effective and he affected the game, and that's what a substitute's role to do is, you know, and it's easier than it, than it looks to come on and have an impact on a game like that where it was very frustrating. Um, I thought Neto did well in the first half. I think he faded as the game the game panned out, but I thought he did well in the first half, and I thought Samedo did, obviously, until he, he came off. But um, Neves is always, you know, Neves is Neves, isn't he? I think he's, you know, he's, he's always quality on the ball. But I just, I think it was a, it was a tough game, but... Equally, we didn't we, we didn't we didn't achieve what we set out to, which was to come here and, and get the win, and I think that's what we really needed. But but it is on to the next, and hopefully on Saturday we can hit the ground running. The pressure's up, but I think that you know the, they're professionals, and I, I expect them to step up. And they've got a new striker in the ranks, which in, increases competition for places as well. So hopefully he'll get them driving. They're probably going to have one day of training, and then off they go. So you know it's a tough ask. It's a tough ask for all of them, and I'm sure Bruno and, and, and the coaching staff will be very happy when that window closes and we actually can start working with who is here and who is staying and, who, you know, if we've gained anybody else. And um, I think for any manager in the Premier League, and I heard Tuchel say the same earlier, that, you know, and I'll be, I can relax and work with what I've got once that window's closed and, and, and maybe we can move forward from there and maybe Wolves can pull out of the bag some ridiculous results against the, the big guns that we've got coming up. Let's hope so. Claire Heyman, thank you very much indeed. Thank you to Andy Thompson, Tomo and Lee Naylor will be with me on Saturday for the visit of Southampton. Claire will be alongside me for Wolves Women against Loughborough Lining on Sunday. We'll bring you coverage of that on Wolves Radio. So make sure you check out that at wolves.co.uk. So not to be tonight on the South Coast. It was a stalemate, but Wolves pick up another point. And they've signed a new striker today. We await to see him at the weekend at Molyneux. We'll see you there.